Welcome to the Talking Small Podcast, where we make that podcast platinum. Samurai Deli, put them viewers in. Let's go. Welcome to another episode of a Talking Small Podcast, our favorite one every year, and this one is extra special because it's not over the phone. It is live in person in the back office or the above office of the Slidell Army Surplus, your connection to the outdoors. I like to say gateway, but I heard heard Jer say connection. Jer, how are you doing Good to see you, buddy. Oh, man, all is good, man. You know, thank you for coming. Back to Slide L to the Army Surplus. And um, I enjoy this pod every year just as much as you do. And there's two things that we love. We love fucking and we love donkeys. Not each other, though. Not each other. (laughs) So last year, I got to say hand up, neither of us could even get close to the winner because the winner wasn't on the fucking card when we did this podcast. There's three other eligible horses on this card right here, and I'm going to mention them at the end just in case one of them wins. We can say, hey, these win, this pod's null and void. All refunds will be given through your betters. Yeah, I think something. I think that Rich Strike last year, there's something going on with that. There is, Like you just said, that horse was not even in the derby until I think the day before it got uh, called up, I guess you could say. And 99-1, to and he ran the most phenomenal-looking race I think I've ever seen in my life, and there's that was just really weird. That whole situation was just odd. The fix was in. Our lawyer is also kind of off mic. He's kind of just sitting here listening. He just enjoys being next to us talking donkeys. We just came from Hooters. I hit a 7-1 to one sitting there at Hooters at, what was it called, Musketeer? I don't even know where that track is. Mountaineer. But the Mountaineer. Fa- Mountaineer, there you go, Musketeer. I was just thinking West Virginia. And I and I hit a, I hit a seven to one feeling good. I, I feel like I got I'm I'm in my groove right now. Let's let's go. Let's talk some donkeys. How many we got on this card, Sager? All right, All right. just as always, it's always going to be twenty horses. So in the one post we have Hit Show at thirty to one. In the second post we have Verifying at fifteen to one. In the third post we have Two Fills at twelve to one. In the fourth post we have Confidence Game. With I didn't write its odds down. Shame on me. Confidence game. I got it at twenty to one. Twenty. Okay. In the fifth post, we have Tappet Trace, Trice at five to one. In the sixth post, we have Kings Barnes at twelve to one. In the seventh post, we have Reincarnate at fifty to one. In the eighth post, we have Mage at fifteen to one. In the nine post, we have Skinner at twenty to one. In the ten post, we have Practical Move at ten to one. In the 11 posts, we have Disarm at 30 to 1. In the 12 posts, we have Jace's Road at 50 to 1. In the 13 posts, we have Sun Thunder at 50 to 1. In the 14 posts, we have Angel of Empire at 8 to 1. In the 15 posts, we have Forte at 3 to 1. In the 16 posts, we have Raise Kane at 50 to 1. In the 17 posts, we have Derma Sogotaki at 10 to 1. In the 18 posts, we have Rocket Can at 30 to 1. In the 19 post, we have Lord Miles at 30 to 1. And in the 20 post, we have Countenure at 50 to 1. See, I was, I was going to say Continuar at 50 to 1. And also, yeah, the ones that might come in and make this pod null and void, 
Cyclone Mischief, Mandarin Hero, which I did watch in the Santa Anita Derby, ran pretty well. And then King Russell. Terrible name. King Russell? No. All right, so, Jer, we're not going to go over every 50-to-1 donkey going to the glue factory, even if the champion last year was, you know, 99-to-1, and then a couple years ago, you know, you had that long shot. I'm blanking on the name right now that that had um, Country Road or whatever that was like 80-to-1 or whatever it is. We're not going to touch those donkeys. You know why? Because we like our money, and I ain't taking no damn long shot, or am I? About to find out. Yeah, there's it's, there's not going to be anything like Rich Strike from last year. That was just a crazy thing. Should never happen again in the Kentucky Derby. Nothing like that. <clears throat> Anyways, so we're going to get into these donkeys a little bit. So in the first post, we have Hit Show at 30 to 1. The jockey is Manny Franco. The trainer is Brad Cox. The owners are Gary and Mary West, who are the known cheaters from Maxim- Maximus years ago, who I bet to win the frickin' derby, came in second. I had him in a box. Of course, I would have cracked it, but that damn horse was a fucking cheater, and I got screwbies of Gary and Mary. Uh, Hit Show has career record of five stars with three wins in one place and career earnings of $404,000. Hit Show has remained under the radar this spring due to mainly racing that aqueduct, while winning the Wither Stakes, which has seemed to kind of lose its lust over the years. I'm talking about this horse because it did place at the Wood Memorial by losing by only a neck to the other derby contender, Lord Miles, who was a long shot at the time. I expect his show to possibly drop to about 15-1, to 1, but being in the first post, really going to be difficult for him to make any type of big run at this. He's, he's going to get stuck, and it's going to, that, that first post is a hard position to be in this race. One of the things I've noticed, and we'll, as we go through here, the jockeys are a lot different this year. There's some of the old guard, but there's a lot of different new jockeys in this. And Manny Franco is one of the – I guess he's kind of in between the old guard and the new guard there. He's been playing – he's been racing really well, mostly in the New York uh, circuits. Candy Ride as a sire, I don't know if there's a more profitable sire than Candy Ride. Like, that motherfucker just, every time he ejaculates, makes a goddamn donkey that can win a race. I'm not liking Hit Show. I didn't like Lord Miles. I don't like how the Wood Memorial went. I'm not betting this horse. Agreed. God bless you, Lawyer. Lawyer's off mic fucking lifting cheeks. All right, in the two posts, we have verifying at 15 to 1. The jockey is Tyler Gaffaloni, trainer Brad Cox. Career record of six starts with two wins in two places. Career earnings of $490,000. I like verifying to be possibly part of a try or superfecta. Um, he ran a very good race at the Bluegrass Stakes after losing to uh, my favorite horse in the Derby, which is Tappet Trice. Um, Spoilers. Spoiler alert. He looked impressive in the race and. Kept his composure and his speed was steady. Uh, he didn't seem to be phased. Um, he just stayed steady and kept it going. Um, I think that being the two posts obviously won't help his. It won't help his case, uh, but he's a stalker. So being behind in that two post really might help him. Uh, he's he won't he won't be out front. So he's used to being in a stalker position, which I think is going to really help him. Um, I think he's going to drop to about eight to one, and I expect a pretty good run from him. See, uh, we didn't we didn't compare too many notes, even though we were eating at Hoover's before this. We didn't really want to talk shop. We wanted this organic for the people. I was showing the lawyer the notes as Jeremy's son was talking. 
I wrote hidden value, question mark, second to Tapatrice in the bluegrass was a neck and neck, looked good. Do we have value here? So the question there is, if Tapatrice gets buried or but having the two post, if, if Tyler can get the horse out and kind of get in that stalking position and don't get trapped on the rail and don't get behind, I think this horse could really, really do well. It's been getting faster and faster. I have it marked down as hidden value. I don't know if I'd like it if, as much if it went to 8-1. to one. At that point, it's probably going to be pretty close to Tappet Trice, so I'll probably go with Tappet Trice if that's where the prices are. Good good horse, good value. I, I do like that it got in a duel with Tappet Trice, and they were just fucking hauling ass. They had really good speed numbers that race, and they were right there. Yeah, it, was, it was a great race. Uh, both those horses ran very great that yep. race. And um, Sire Justify was a Kentucky Derby winner. Or pre- yep. Yes, he was, he was a good horse. Yep. So. Big Bob. Rest in peace, Big Bob. Um, <clears throat> but no, I mean, I, I, I hope he doesn't drop to eight to one because I really will have him in a try a super factor. I think that he's going to be up there and he's going to be a horse that can get people paid. All right, in the three post we have two fills at twelve to one. Jockey is Jareth Loverberry. Trainer is Larry Revely. Um, career record of eight starts with four wins, one place, one show, career earnings of $683,000. Two fills is a bit of a hard one for me to figure out. He has a lot of races under his belt already, uh, which kind of concerns me. You know, he's three years old. He already has eight races. Um, he does, however, have a stakes win at, um, Churchill, uh, already, uh, with last year's street sense stakes. But something I don't like about him is... A lot of his other races were run on synthetic surfaces. So, t- to me, this is just, I-, I don't get it. He seems like he has a good good speed. He's a good horse, but he, he don't he don't run on solid surfaces. So, I, he, I don't know. Um, but he clearly has a taste for winning, and his jockey has been on him since his first start. So, I expect two fields that possibly have a solid run, but I think he's going to fail at the end. I think he had a great last race with a huge speed figure at the Jeff Ruby Stakes. So a lot of people are going to think this horse is probably like potentially going to project him to do a lot better in the Derby, like take that next step. I'd be really careful here because he was third in the Risen Star back in February to Angel Empire. The Jeff Ruby looks pretty good. You're, you're starting to you start to can talk yourself into this horse where he's went up against good competition. He took a huge good number at the Jeff Ruby Stakes. I I just I don't think I'll be on two fills. I I wrote possible, but I'm looking elsewhere. This jockey I've never heard but heard of before. Me Trainer either. I've never heard of before. I've heard of the sire hard spun. Just don't really like it. I, I'll probably stay away. But I, I think this horse is going to be a popular one because of the last race he, he ran. Well, and he, here's another concern that I have with him is, like I say, he already has eight races under his belt, which is a lot. And, you know, we're, we're coming to a very busy time for a lot of these horses. You know, they, they run every two weeks pretty much from here on out. If, if they say in these next three races, this horse is going to have dead leg at some point. You know, I just yeah. I, I don't see it with him. I, I'm with you. With load management. This dude's not managing his loads. All right. In the four post, we have confidence game at 20 to 1. Jockey is our boy, James Graham. Trainer, Keith uh, Desermo. Owner, don't tell my wife stables. Swag. 
Career earnings is seven starts with three wins, one place, two shows. Career earnings of $785,000. <clears> Every other contender finished their final prep race between March 25th and April 15th. Confidence Games' last race was February 25th at the Rebel Stakes. He upset the field and has since then been training at our local fairgrounds and more recently at Churchill. I don't think that he's this layoff might be good for him. Um, be fresh for these next possible busy few weeks coming up for them. Um, I think he might have a pretty good race here, but I don't think he's going to finish in the top four. Uh, I think he's going to finish you know, between 8 and 12, somewhere in that range. He'll have a, a solid run, but nothing that'll get anybody paid. Do you think that it's a tell that DeSormo doesn't have his brother on his own horse? Like, do you think that this is like a, I'm getting a better jockey because my brother sucks, or do you think that he's not that good, or so I don't want my brother on him? I, I don't know. I want to stay away. I will throw out another horse sired by Candy Ride. This dude ejaculates, and the horses fucking win money. So I wouldn't put it past any, any horse from Candy Ride, but to me, I don't think anybody's ever went from the rebel to a layoff to winning the derby I, I just would rather get a horse that's a little more primed i can see their speed figures go up i, I want to I'll, I'll look elsewhere agreed <clears throat> in the fifth post we have top at trice at five to one jockey is luis says trainers todd pletcher career record is five stars with four wins in one show career earnings of eight hundred eighty four thousand dollars Tapa Trice is entering the Kentucky Derby on a four-race win streak. He sold for $1.3 million at auction as a yearling and is looking to become the first gray or roan horse to win the Kentucky Derby. His last race, he beat Verifying by a neck at the Bluegrass Stakes. I expect Tapa Trice to have a, the second lowest odds behind the favorite Forte. This is my horse. This is going to be him. He's going to win. Yeah, but you hate Todd Pletcher. I hate him, but guess, guess who we don't technically have big bob and his big dick we'll get to that later all i gotta say this has got to be our lawyer's favorite horse as a a big gray guy himself he's got to want the big gray to win i will say the tampa bay derby lord miles was in that race who didn't even factor so this horse kind of blew lord miles out of the water we talked about lord miles with i believe the first horse there the number one and I just I see here a huge effort bluegrass skates. It's definitely possible if you're not looking at tap at Trice, you're you're looking at it wrong. What do y'all think this name means? To tap that ass three times? No, the the sires tap it and the mares Danza Trice. So I'm going with it's. Uh-oh. Yeah, nice try though. I like it that you're funnier. engaged. Yeah, it was funnier when it was tap. I'm glad you finally got involved. Thank you for showing up. He's looking at my notes. He should be looking at Jeremy's notes because there's no way Jeremy's saying everything that's on his page right there. No, 100% (laughs) not. (laughs) All right, in the sixth post, we have Kings Barnes at 12-1. to Jockey is Jose Ortiz. Trainer, Todd Pletcher. Uh, Career record is three starts with three wins. Career earnings, $657,000. Wild card in this one. Um... In his first ever stakes race, he pulled the upset at the Louisiana Derby by going gate to wire. His jockey was Flavin Pratt, uh, who will be riding Age of Empire this race. Jockey change, big indication Huge, here. Huge deal. As much as I want him to dominate, I just don't feel it. I, I feel like the jockey change after, you know, winning at the Derby, at the Louisiana Derby, it's, it's a big deal. And, um, you know, why... Um, <clears throat> 
Pratt once uh, got picked for Angel of Empire. I should tell you something, possibly. Well, Angel Empire also ran in that Rebel Stakes, right? So there's a New Orleans, Louisiana Fairgrounds connection there, too. I don't know if uh, Jose's ever rode this horse before. I, I, because I, the connections wouldn't put him anywhere there was. He only ran three times. It was LA, Dur- uh, Louisiana Derby. I don't know if he ever went up to somewhere where he's up north or where Jose Ortiz would have raced him. Sire, Uncle Mo, Mayor, Lady Tappet, which is. I guess the original Tappet is just also just all springing out the fucking ass right now. I wonder how much he's standing for at Claiborne Farms or where the fuck he's standing, which is a great thing. Chris, how much would you stand for? Don't answer that. Yeah, unfortunately, I think, once again, we don't see a Louisiana Derby horse win it. No, I, I do like that you have three races, so there's a little bit of unknown. If that number starts climbing up a little bit, because we said that some of them might climb down, this horse that's not ran that much... Doesn't have as much tape out there. Louisiana horses usually don't win the Derby, don't win the the Kentucky Derby. So maybe this number gets up to 20 to 1, 22 to 1, and then I might be taking a long shot. Wasn't it last year uh, Epicenter won the Louisiana Derby, didn't it? Yeah. And he was favored to win everything and just shit the bed. He was supposed to be our horse last year. Yep. Just just like Chris. Top Pletcher, right? Was he a Pletcher horse? I don't think so. I I I think he might have been Asmussen. He was Asmussen, that's right. He's nowhere in this race. Uh, I don't think. I, I don't think I've... I don't think he, he, he might he, be. He might be. As we go down, I, I, he might be. I thought I saw him. Look, I'll keep going down while you... Uh... All right, in the seventh post, we have Reincarnate at 50-1. to 1. Trainer... I'm sorry, jockey is John Velasquez. Trainer is Tim Yachtin. Fake Big Bob. Career record is seven starts, two wins, three plays, two show. Career earnings of $346,000. All right, so hear me out. <clears throat> Why would John Velasquez, a Hall of Famer jockey, be on a horse? Oh, my God. I am so with you right now. Be, Keep going. Be Preach. on a horse Preach. that's 50 to 1. Also, this Tim Yachtin guy. I remember him from last year. He's Big Bob and his Big Fucking Dick's puppet. That's all Yachtin is, is Big Bob's puppet. That's right. Since Bob Baffert is on disciplinary actions for allegedly pumping... <laughs> Bobby Medina Spirit full of steroids back in 2021. Rest is, in peace. Rest, rest in peace. <laughs> uh, you know, we'll get to we'll get to that. Anyways, Big Bob's currently suspended for um uh, the snowflake plowers that may be at Churchill Downs. So back to the question: Why is John Velasquez riding this horse? Dude, I don't know. That's the first thing because yeah, fake Big Bob's got another horse in there with better odds, and he's got like a more of a rookie jockey on him. So. The fact that Velasquez is here, it makes me say, it, like... It makes it, me think. Is this is this a horse? Does this guy know something we don't know? What drugs is, is this one going to be on? I couldn't agree anymore. There's <laughs> there's something going on here. Allegedly, allegedly drugs. Big Bob, wouldn't, Big Bob wouldn't do that. But no, it's no, 50 to 1. He would never give a horse a drug if a horse didn't want it. That's true. It's, it, was a cho- <laughs> it was a horse's decision to take it. It's just... Keep your eye on. If there's going to be a horse that's going to do something stupid in this race, it's going to be this horse. There's no reason why John Velasquez should be on this horse. But Because I, I don't think Velasquez was on him in the Arky Derby or in the Rebel yeah. Stakes. This is just out of nowhere. It's out of nowhere. So how do you exploit the value and bet this one? Straight up? This would be a good horse to bet something straight up. Well, the thing is, is if you just bet – like show on this horse, you're probably getting more than ten to one. Yeah. When it comes down to it, so 
it, it just depends on what your bankroll is. Like, if you're a $2 better like I am, yeah, I fire $2 to win because then I'm winning 100 If you're somebody that's betting, you know, $50 a, a horse race here, then you might go in the show because I still think you're getting a lot of value there. But in all honesty, there's no reason with the resume of this horse that it should have this kind of Hall of Fame jockey on him. Something's up. Very much so. and Because <clears throat> you would have thought he'd been able to get a better mount if you really wanted one. This is... This is different. And, you know, I, I have this written later for another horse uh, that Yachtine has in here. But, you know, yeah, Big Bob is suspended from Churchill. But how involved is he with these, with the training of these horses? Uh, I love the conspiracy theory. I love it. I mean, I, <clears throat> you mean to tell me that these horses that are not in the Kentucky, that are in the Kentucky Derby, Big Bob has nothing to say about them? He has nothing to do with them? I can't answer that question. I'm not Big Bob. I I don't know. I know you're not Big Bob because you don't have a big fucking dick. <laughs> wow, shots fired. <laughs> All right, on to the eight post. We have Mage at 15 to 1. Jockey is Javier Cassiano. Trainer is Gustavo Delgado. Career record of three stars, one win, one place. Career earnings of $247,000. Going to make this one short. I expect a decent run, but he will falter. Um... Not a great record with only three stars either, but he has Javier Cassiano on his back, another future Hall of Famer. Um, Castellano hasn't done that well in the last few like derbies. And no, shit. but he's he's had he's had some good runs. Yeah, before. I, yeah, that, I don't I don't understand the connection of Delgado to Castellano. I, I I don't know if they they hook up much, but some. I always like to go with Javier, but he's disappointed me. Yeah, uh, Mage also had a good run at. Um, the, the Florida, Florida Derby, Derby by yeah. losing to Forte by a length. Um, but at the end of the day, I expect Mage will get menge and will fail and die. All right. That, that, so every now and then, Jeremy kills a horse on the podcast. This is this is the first one so far. So far. All right, Harley. I'm going to skip down to number 10. you have anything to say about... Um, Leonard Skinner? Yeah. No, I didn't. Uh, third in the Santa Anita Derby was... I, if I remember that race right, it was kind of well off. I, I don't think... John Sheriffs and jockey Juan Hernandez is going to do anything. I will say that this is another one from Curling. Curling is like like junior high compared to like Candy Ride and Tap It right now. Curling can get good seed out there, but it's more on like lower platforms. All right, on to the number 10 post. We have Practical Move at 10 to 1. Jockey Raymond Velasquez. Vasquez. <laughs> Trainer Bob Baffert. I'm joking. It's Timothy Yachtine. Career record of seven starts of four wins, one place, two shows. Career earnings of $884,000. Have we had a millionaire horse yet? Not yet. <coughs> Fucking bitches. These, these horses don't run that much. And when they do, they don't get a million. Yeah, so. yeah those generational horses. They just don't want to work. They, they don't. What, hey, Chris, what are you doing tomorrow morning? <laughs> <laughs> He's, the lawyer ain't asking that, but he's going fishing. Practice Move is entering the Derby on a three-race win streak. All of them are graded bra- or graded stakes races. His last was the toughest at the Santa Anita Derby, where he was challenged by Mandarin Hero and Skinner in the final strides. But his last cycle of steroids, allegedly, he pulled out up front. I expect a good race from Practical Move, and I actually am going to have him possibly up on my top four. How can you not have your eyes on a horse that you know damn well Big Bob has stuck in the ass, allegedly? So this is what I want to say here. 
The Santa Derby had a Santa Anita Derby had a decent speed figure, but the second horse. So I I bet on this race, and I almost bet Mariner and Hero because there was some value there. But that that horse was I think multi like double digits to one type thing to finish second. I just I don't think that was when we look back at it. I don't know if you're going to have that great of horses coming out of the Santa Anita. And the other thing is the fact that they got Vasquez on this horse and not. Velasquez, I I think there's a there's got to be an issue. I don't know if I'm going to like this horse. This is the one they'll probably win, and I look like a fucking idiot. But if I was going to say which horse am I staying away from, practical move, no, I'm out, not doing it. I couldn't I couldn't disagree with you anymore. Well, that's because you like Big Bob and his big dick. Why Why do I like Big Bob and his big dick? Because Big Bob wins, and big I Bob. I I get I'll give you that. But Big Bob would also throw John Velasquez the better fucking ride. And the fact that he's not on this horse, I didn't go back and look and see who's on this horse all the time. But I I just don't like it. Maybe Ramon Vasquez, I don't know what Jeremy called him earlier. Maybe this is a up-and-coming up jockey, and I'm just going to be wrong here. But I'll be wrong. Fuck Tim Yachtin. I decided to win him last year, and he got beat by a horse that was 99-1. to 1. We, we, you can't go off that. That was complete bullshit. Oh, if it Fuck supports my argument, I will go Fuck off. Fuck that it. horse last year. Um, I have nothing until fourteen. Well, that, yeah, that's why you don't know Ass Moosens in this race. Yeah, that's, well, that's on the why. number eleven. Dis, uh, he's disarmed ass. thirty to one. Jockey Roselle's uh, Joel Rosario, Gunrunner Sire, second in the Derby, third in the Lexington Stakes. The fact that this horse is thirty to one is a little too high, but I, I don't think this horse is good enough to uh, to land on the board here. Joel Rosario, that's the same thing. Hall of, Hall of Fame type jockey on a thirty to one shot just seems a little little odd. But I think this is Asmussen's only fucking horse in the Derby. The twelve horse is Brad suck my cocks. I'm gonna keep using that joke every single year. Florent Derues on that horse. Third in the Louisiana Derby, two places, two shows, ain't one shit. From Quality Road as the sire, I don't think this. I don't know why this horse is fifteen to one when we have a lot of other horses at a lot larger odds. I'd rather bet twelve. I got it. Yeah, the number 12, 15 to one is what I got. I got fifty to one. All right, I could have put put that in wrong. That makes a lot more sense. Uh, the number thirteen, I got. I got is fifty to one. You skipped over this horse, right? Yeah. This is a uh, Kenny McPeak and Brian Hernandez Jr. on it. I ain't got much else on this horse. Sun Thunder, I, I'm not on you. Sorry. Yeah, he has six starts and has only won $247,000. There's nothing right with that horse. Should have won more than that. All right, now you're on 14. Angel of Empire. Tell us about this Rebel Stakes winner. Uh, coming in at 8-1, to one, jockey is Flavin Pratt. Trainer is... Brad suck my cocks. Not a not Rebel Stakes winner. I'm sorry. I think he got third in the Rebel Stakes. Career record is six starts with four wins, one place. Here you go, Harley. Career earnings one point one million. Finally, Ooh, we have we have something that wants to work. There you go, Brad suck my cocks doing work. Angel Vampire will be a strong force in this Derby. He has shown improvements in his last three starts, um, starting with a solid place in the Derby prep at Oaklawn and then winning two consecutive at the Risen Stark Stakes and then the Arkansas Derby where he won by an impressive four-and-a-half lengths over a tough field. Oh, Risen Star, that's the one I was thinking of. Yeah, my bad. As a closer, I expect him to come out of nowhere. Uh, that's 
that's well. We haven't talked about the Pacers in this race. We haven't talked I, much about the Pacers. I, I, I have not. I don't have many notes about people running out pace. I've watched all these big races, and a lot of times it's just it's not. They haven't been running that fast. You're having like the quarters in twenty three or twenty four, and the the half miles in forty eight or forty nine. It doesn't seem like there's been as much pace this year. So maybe maybe we. That's the thing I'm worried about with Angel Empire. If they if the pieces don't fall and all these horses now, this is a little bit of a stretch from what they've run before. So maybe that's what we need. But I just really think that he's in a good tactical position. He's in that fourteen post. He can he he doesn't have to he doesn't have to drain the gas no, by trying to get out front. He he's in a good position for what he does. Yeah, so, no, I completely uh, agree. I, I think I think he's in a healthy position where he's at. It, like if you're on the superfecta and you're trying to hit and you're looking for that last horse to run in and fuck up somebody else's uh, pick four, uh, this one this one's possible to hit it hit it late because he's going to be charging. The the one thing you don't want is the horses that think they're out of it and they just gas out. When he's eight to, I mean, I you know. Eight to one is he, good in this he, race. He, this he, is like the that's like that's the very good. third he, favorite. He's he's either gonna fall to ten to one or six to one. He's gonna stay in this range, and I, I he could be up there. Now, I like it. I, I I do like it. I do like it. Well, I got a question. This donkey's got like one point one in career earnings. How many races is that? If you were to listen, he has six. Six. Six races, four wins, one place. So Chris is Chris is falling victim. He's staring at my notes. I didn't finish all my research here, and Angel of Empire, I knew Jeremy would have enough on this horse that I decided not to go on that one, and I've actually watched this horse race a couple times, so I'm going off the dome. So Chris can't cheat and look at my notes and know how good that horse is. <laughs> all right, going down to the 15 post, we have the odds-on favor, Forte at 3-1. to one. Jockey. Big, big Matt Forte. Jack Jockey is Irad Ortiz. Trainer is Toddy Pletcher. Career earning career record is seven starts with six wins. Has career earnings of here you go, Chris and Harley two point four million. I said million dollars. Here we are, the horse that the horse uh, that everybody in the Derby's talking about. Winner of the Florida Derby, the Fountain of Youth Stakes, and the Gray One Juvenile Breeders' Cup last year. Clearly, he clearly knows the win, but I have a concern with him. His race times, his speed figures. There's Nothing that stand out compared to any of the other horses that are in this race. Well, this is uh, what I would say here on this one. You you only you can only beat who you're racing. If you're racing a bunch of momos, you don't have to give it your all. This guy might be holding back because if Forte would have came out with those speed figures that you're talking about and just blew the competition out, this horse would be even money or less. I think this is the owners of this horse is telling. You think they're holding him back? Uh, hey, hold hold it back because Forte has been. What you said, six wins and seven starts, right? He's he's the, been awesome, the, and he's got bad speed figures. Oh, I wonder why. That's because they're holding him back. I don't think I'll bet uh, Matt Forte here. Uh, good running back, two lane. Shout out to him, Slido Junior High, Slido High, big big running back there. Clearwood Junior High. Oh, he went to Clearwood. <laughs> I didn't know that. Not my bad. Did. Fake news. Only, for me. Re- only real athletes come from Clearwood. <laughs> I I didn't go to Clearwood. I know you didn't. I did. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, this is like Todd Pletcher's like what third horse or something in there. Uh, Irad Ortiz, great jockey. Uh, I don't know if Irad Ortiz has won the Derby though yet. Uh, I don't remember him ever getting a win there. He always has a good horse, but he's always. You're right. He he's always on a top horse. Yeah. So I, I think this is a good chance for him. I, I, we'd have to go look and see his record there. But 
I can't remember him ever winning the Derby. I'll probably be on Forte if he's around three to one in some fashion. If he goes down towards even money, I'm a sucker for dogs. I'll bet the dogs. So fuck Forte if he goes to even money. I mean, I don't think they will though. There's enough quality horses. Yeah, in here. I don't think we're gonna see an even money horse. I think that I think we see him say a three to one, maybe go to five to two. Um, but I don't think we're gonna see anything lower than five to two. Okay. Uh, you have anything on uh, Ray's cane? Uh, yeah. So I didn't know who the jockey was here or the trainer. Those are people I don't know. Gerardo uh, can, Corrales on, or can, Ben can, Colebrook? No, I got the yeah. names here. Two wins, one place, one show, and seven races. Sire's violence, which is a pretty decent horse. Um, my suggestion in this horse is after the race, sell it to Todd Graves and have pony rides at Canes because Ray's cane ain't doing shit. Boom, roasted. All right, what you you got something on uh, the seventeen? Hi. All right, in the seventeen post, we have Derma Sogataki at ten to one. Jockey is Christopher Lemire. Trainer is Hadakikasan. Hadakitakasan. I don't know. Otanashi. Hadak. Hidataka. Okanashi. Otanashi. And and to be honest. Why doesn't he not have a? Uh, why is he not bringing a jockey from Japan? I don't know where Christophe Lemaire rides, but I don't think it's from the state. I don't think it's from Japan. He probably couldn't get a visa. Um, fucking a sleepy Joe. <laughs> so uh, this horse has eight starts with four wins, two shows, career earnings, one point one million dollars. That is the third millionaire if you're counting. Uh, Derma Sogataki is an interesting donkey here, winner of the UAE Derby and got paid all that blood money. He also won the, the right. UA- the UAE race was just abomination, though. I watched that. It was just, they were all running in mud, all 18 of them. They just looked slow as shit. I'm pretty sure mind that bird would have lapped them twice. So that, I, I'm not, I'm not big on this fucking UAE bullshit. <laughs> uh, me neither. Take your blood money, go... Go back over to the, the desert and start ejaculating, get more horses, because you ain't winning the Derby, you bitch. Before the UAE Derby, um, he raced in Japan where he won the Rice Stakes and the Hiroshima Stakes. Wait, are those real races? No. <laughs> His sire is Mind Your Biscuits, who is a great sprinter. Um, will this be the first time a Japanese horse wins the Kentucky Derby? I mean, a Canadian did win the Ass Masters Classic for the first time this year, so it's possible. However, the land of the rising sun will shine again, but it won't be at this year's Derby. Expect for him to be turned into a bowl of rice soon. That's Arroz for our Spanish-speaking friends. I don't have anything for the final three. So Rocket Ken is your 18, trainer Bill Mott, jockey Junior Alvarado, another big jockey and a long shot of horse. I don't know if this is just swan songs or just connections right here, but... I don't think Rocket Ken can do anything, so Rocket cannot win. Lord Miles on the 19, I wrote no chance. Trainer uh, uh, Safi Joseph Jr. from Florida. Paco Lopez, a big jockey down there in Florida. Sire Curling. Two wins, one show, and five starts. He won the win of the Wood Memorial, but the number he won the Wood Memorial at is 59 to 1. He beat uh, Hit Show, which is the number one horse by a nose. And then on the Tampa Bay Derby, he was off the board, didn't even register. I don't think Lord Miles has a, a Lord's chance in hell of fucking winning here. And continue R, that's fifth. Uh, hold on. 
I'm just seeing this about Lord Miles. So he lost to Tappet Trice by five and three quarters lanes, and then he also lost to Rocket Can by eleven and a quarter lanes. Holy shit! This guy knows how to get beat. <laughs> My God! He's, Stop the damn match. He, he he's uh, used to them pulling out that stick and beating his ass. Uh, continue our trainer here is Yoshito Yagi. Just uh, Yoshito son. But he brought his jockey uh, Ryu Sei Sakai. Hi. For, yeah, there you go. So maybe maybe there's something there. Fifty to one. I won't be betting on the twenty. And now let's get to our best bets. These are the ones that we're playing. What are we doing here? We're going to do exactas. We're going to do trifectas. Straight up wins. What what you want to do? As you all know me, what's my favorite thing to do? Smoke six. Well, box it, bitch. <laughs> box it, bitch. So this is what I'm going to do. I'm going to do three different bets here. I'm going to do the um, the exact box, which for you people that don't know, the exact is you have to bet the horse to come in first and second place. But if you box it, it can be either or. So I'm going to do an exact box with Tappet Trice winning, practical move, placing. Big Bob and his big dick. Big Bob is going to stick it in there. Big Bob's going to find his way in there. Big Bob is dressed up as Tim Yachtin. <laughs> Showing I have Forte. Coming to fourth, I have Verifying. Oh, so this is your Superfecta. This is my Superfecta. I mean, I'm, You're boxing the Superfecta. No, 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 no. Sorry. Let me re- I thought you always box it. Not a Superfecta. I'll box a Trifecta. I ain't dumb. Well, you can do a 50-cent box on the Superfecta. You could, and I'll tell you what, if that, if that would hit with verifying winning, holy shit. That's money, baby. Yeah, you, you know, 15 to 1 on 50 cents, and then all those escalators back to, behind there, you'd be going out there with bags of pennies. Oh, yeah, a bunch of pennies. Anyway, so once again, my top four, I have Tappet Trice. Then I have Practical Move coming to second or placing. Then Showing, I have Forte, and then coming to fourth, I have Verifying. Okay. All right. I so my my top four. I will box this because I didn't box it last year. I want to box it. I'm going. Shame on you. Number five. That's Tapatrice. King's Barn. Number six. Got to go for Louisiana Derby. I'll go with Verifying. Number two, and then I am going as I scroll down to make sure I get the right horse here. I'm going with. Angel of Empire, number 14 with Brad Cox. Oh, man, I, I'm I, taking Forte out of it. I, I, I just I can't see Irad or Tits winning right now, and those are what I'm going with. All right, so once again, for, you, you have winning Tappet Trace, Trice, and then showing you have Kings Barnes. Uh, no, no, this is boxed. This okay. is boxed. Box. This is boxed. Gotcha. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, I'm gonna I'm gonna box all those and then for my for my bet, if Tappet Trice goes any higher, I will play some win on there. But King's Barn's the one I'm going to want to play the win on. I'm going to look for that one. If it goes above 12 to 1, if it's in the 15 or 20 range, I'll put some crisp dollars on King's Barn right there just because he's got good he's got good pedigree. He's got he's got good jockey. I like Jose Ortiz winning over Irad Ortiz to get the first first Kentucky Derby for the Ortiz family. And so I'll go with King Barn. King's Barn. King's Chris, what you got? As you're listening, did we convince you on anything, or did we? Ju- or are you just listening to like wait for the glue jokes? Uh, 
You gotta use it. You gotta talk into the mic. I actually didn't do a single glue factory joke. Well, well which one? one which I turned one to a bowl of rice instead. <laughs> 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 I mean, y'all kind of sold me on verifying. Oh, interessante. So verifying, we're right there. Hidden value, dueled it out with Tabit Trice in the bluegrass. Really big s- speed figures there. I think a lot of people are going to be on Forte, the the casuals. But I, I don't want I don't want to have Forte in it. I, I like I, I, you know, like I have him showing. But if he doesn't get, I don't care. You know what I didn't hear y'all talk about? What about pole position for any of these donkeys? I don't know what you're talking about. We said that every single time we talked. About <laughs> yeah, that's the numbers, dude. It's the numbers. I know. That didn't that didn't factor into y'all's bets. Though. Well, so the thing is, is I don't know if there's any real rabbits in this race. Ones that are going out there and set a ton of pace. We did talk about Angel Empire coming around from the back, and he's got an outside post. But and, go ahead, Joe. I'm gonna. I'm. I, I very well might change, and if I do, I'll let you know. I really might try to find a way to put Angel of Empire in this in my bets as well. I. The more I'm thinking on, I like that 14 post that he's in with with his run of style. Yeah, I do too. That's why I put him in mind, Jer. Yeah, thinking about it. Who are you gonna drop? You gonna drop Forte? Probably. Drop Forte. I'm. I'm. I don't want to be on this Forte. Ch- he, he, yeah, let's drop Forte. He he don't Fuck make favorites. He don't make my dick hard. I'll put it to you like that. Which one makes your dick the hardest? Honestly, uh, I I really think Practical Moves gonna do something. Dude, I don't think Practical Moves gonna do anything. His fucking sire's Practical Joke. This dude's got nothing. Dude, he's got steroids all in his system. He's gonna do something. <sighs> Okay, stay. And, Steroids is a hell of a drug. Yeah, and, and 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 then Big Bob's gonna put a him on a hit out on him so he don't squeal. <laughs> AK, rest in peace, Medina Spirits. <laughs> there you go. There's another one. Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna stay away from practical move. I, I just the Santa Anita Derby, decent speed figure, but I I just thought those horses kind of look like shit. Do you remember how many horses were in the Santa Anita Derby? Uh, I want to oh. say it was like 10 or 12 or something. That's actually a good show up for Santa Anita races because I find that Santa Anita races are usually, that tracks usually one of those six horses or something like that. So I'm glad they actually had a pretty good show up for the Derby. I, that's one of the few I didn't watch. No, I, I remember watching. I lost money on it, so I, I forget who I bet, but it definitely wasn't a practical move. Or Mad- uh, Mandarin Hero, who, who knows that if that one just comes in? What? Okay, this was, is the other was, thing. Was Mandarin Hero a Chinese horse? No, I think he was from Japan. No. Um, so this is what I would say: any horse that comes, if they scratch and they have another one of these horses enter, fuck that. I'm betting the motherfucker. Yeah, the, yeah. you would be foolish to not put anything on him after what yeah. happened last year. And the other thing I would say, if if reincarnate with John Velasquez and fake. Big Bob, Tim Yachtine. Just want to keep your eye on. I might just play a little bit on that. Well, just because uh, I want to I be able to say I knew it all along. That's called play money right there. Yeah. Yeah, fuck around with. I think you got to sprinkle that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. There's just, Chris, yeah, Chris, there, I love there's, it. Yeah. There, there's, just, one, yeah. there's just something too weird going on there. Yeah. You know, does he drop the 20 to 1? Oh, if he drops drop. Tw- okay, if he starts dropping, I'm out. Fuck that. I, I agree, but. If he goes up, I, oh. I, I but if he drops a twenty to one, that's a huge drop. Something's going on. Yeah, steroids. We talked about well, it. Of course, we all know that. <laughs> allegedly, allegedly steroids. But the horse wanted it. That's the, yeah. the horse woke up that morning and wanted the steroids. Yeah, it looked at it looked at Big Bob and said, "Give me that." 
All right. So that's your end of the Kentucky Derby pod right there. We appreciate it. This was this is probably the funnest one so far. I, I think the very first one we did in person, Chris was way more active in that one. I thought we thought Chris was a horse expert at that time. Realized that he wasn't. Jeremy was the horse expert. And then we've, through the years, I don't know, this might be like the sixth or seventh one we've done. We've done quite a few. That many? I thought this was maybe like the fourth. No, so we've done. I did one every year. I was in Saipan, so we did four of them in Saipan. And we did one here before you went. And then, then, then we did one here last year. Yeah, so I think we're on like seven of these. But this is only our second one doing in person. The the one where the one where you won with the big bob and his oh, big God. dick with the exact. You still have that video? You should repost that if you do. I, I do still have that video. That you should repost that Derby Day. God, I was so I was so jacked for that. Yeah, what time in the morning was that inside Pan or the evening? Uh, I, I never know. Okay, if that the was day before uh, no, or the I day after. It was, it was nine a.m. <laughs> Future Jeremy. <laughs> it was nine a.m. on sun on Sunday. Yeah. 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 But um, you know I, I you know. Uh, the the listeners, please let us know if y'all like the new, kind of the new format that we did this year and last year. You know, I feel like it used to kind of drag on a bit. This was sometimes a two-hour, two-and-a-half-hour podcast, which it was just a lot for Yeah, we're running on 44 minutes right now, real crisp. J-Bone's going to love this podcast. Got to always shout out J-Bone. Glad to see our lawyers in here with his uh... – hey, Chris, just real question for the viewers. How many? How much of the clothing you're wearing, including underwear, did you purchase? I think a surprising amount. No <laughs> underwear on. <laughs> I think Mallory bought me these shorts. Yeah, I think all of it. A hundred percent. Very shocking, right? Jeremy, I would have lost money. I would have thought he'd have on one thing from somebody else. Look at our lawyer grown up can buy his own clothes buy now. Own club. <laughs> He's now. a big boy now. <laughs> And uh, I'm just going to do a quick shout-out. If y'all could follow uh, my New York Yankees uh, Twitter, it's Southern New York Yankees fans, ran by my brother and I. We just go over New York Yankees stuff. Y'all live-tweet? or there videos there? What is it? We live-tweet. Does your uh, Is this the gambling brother? Yes. Does he ever uh, give uh, live plays, or does he ever bet the Yankees games? We bet them. Do you win? It's been a struggle. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so shout-out to the Army Surplus, your connection to the outdoors for hosting. This was pretty cool. I This is the first time we've done an episode in a closed store in an office surrounded by more guns than Craig could ever possibly own. So shout-out there, Jer. Thanks for hosting. Thank you, Harley. Always a great time, man. Thanks for the whiskey. Um, does anybody have any other stories they want to set, ch- uh, tell? Last time, Chris had just bought a house. We talked shit about him having ducks in his pond, having too much house for himself. Is there any quick stories we want to put at the back of the pod here? Or do we just want to say goodbye? Both got back from Key West. Do you got any good stories? I just would say I wish I would have went to Key West with you, Chris. That's all I want to say. Big shout-out to Marky, Knobloch Property Enterprises, M-A-K, L-L-C, for hosting. I had some chores to do while I was up there. Al did no chores. Al told me to bring the podcast equipment out there. He was too, He was being a dad 24-7, didn't get a chance to pod. So I, I lugged the pod equipment all the way to Key West without podcasting. That sucks. The uh, TSA officer asked me if I needed any more mics. The co- joke's on her. I had too many mics. <laughs> <Bolton roasted. laughs> 
All right. Well, thank you all for joining us on another episode of the Talking Small Podcast. Shout out to Jeremy Son for hosted. Shout out for Jeremy Son for his Yankees. J-Bone, you can still follow it. Just talk shit to him because we know you're a Red Sox fan. And uh, Jeremy, what's the, la- what's the best piece of advice you can give to somebody that's never bet donkeys before that now wants to bet donkeys? Scared money don't make no money. See, I would have guessed he would say always box it. Oh, yeah. Oh, shit. You're right. (laughs) Always box it. All right. We out.